This is uh, <laughs> this is late night. We're thinking of some commercial ideas. Now, if you use these ideas, this is a recording. This means officially that we had the idea first. Mm-hmm. We are the originators. We are the originators. Regulators. You regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good, too. But you can't be any geek off the street. Gotta be handy with the steel, if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. Regulators! Mount up. First one is uh, Lux Underwears for people like DK Murphy. Mm-mm. Don't necessarily bathe. <clears throat> if you don't want to bathe. There are types out there. They don't want to bathe. It's chemical compounds in the underwear. They make his stink. The B.O. smell like roses. Mm-hmm. Or whatever you want. Or jasmine. Or uh, Old Spice. Or English leather. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a good one. English leather. You remember English leather? Damn. English leather, man. Shit. Those ain't going to do well anymore. You got to maybe. Dude, that was the stinkiest cologne. My dad, Paul, he was just here. Still rocking it? He used to. He used to rock English leather, oh, man, I and do. I used to think it smelled good as a yeah. kid, right? I tried it later in life with Michelle. She's like, "What the fuck is that smell?" I was like, "What the fuck is there a dead old man?" Yeah, is a dead here? old man around here? My grandpa. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking. about. I like the smell of the English leather. Now, does all English leather smell like that? Because American leather don't smell like that. American leather don't necessarily smell like English leather. American leather smells a little more sweatier. And like freedom. A little bit more like eagle piss. They use eagle piss Ooh. in it. Yeah. And our, our next sponsor. <coughs> our next sponsor. American leather cologne. Mm. American leather. Smell like eagle piss and the great outdoors all at once. It's it's actually has one of the key ingredients is eagle piss. Oh, there you go. Eagle piss and pine trees. And... uh you know, it's, you could smell that shit from a mile away. Mm-hmm. You can. Oh, yeah. You know if someone's grandpa was invited to the party. If someone's grandpa was invited to a party and he's wearing American piss, I mean, American Eagle piss. He's getting laid that night, though. I'll tell you what. He's getting laid by somebody. Mm-hmm. Mr. Hide Your Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Well, shit, look at that. Look at that moth right there in front of you. He's trying to listen into the podcast. He's like, hey, guys. Oh, I got oh man, I was about to chill. <laughs> he, he knew I was going to betray him. We got a picture of a moth like this fucking big uh-huh. on our wall. Pitch black. Uh-huh. Big as fuck. Oh. And I was like, God damn, I was going to go touch him. That's a sign. Okay, I was like, hey, don't touch him because then you fuck up all the dust on their wings and shit. Oh. I was like, what the fuck? It's a sign. <laughs> if you have black moths in, in the Spanish folklore, mm-hmm. you're going to die the next day. Or someone's gonna die. The sign, it's a real thing. <laughs> so when I went to a call in Joshua Tree, bunch of black moths. Well, this one was big. One, just one. He was big. He was like half the size of your fucking face when he took off. But there was only one of them. <sighs> Shit. He flew into the garage. That's how I seen him. Ooh. And then he flew away. Flew back out. But it was big as fuck. I've never seen anything that big. Did you take a picture. Yeah, I got a picture of that fuck. I didn't see it. That's cool. That's the giant. I am an expert. I'll send you the picture. Fucking nuts. That's a giant. Um, I'm going to die, Moth? No. N-word. He's an N-word fly. 
oh, giant uh, inward moth. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You're talking about, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I a do. jig. I call him something else, though. A jig moth. It's not, he doesn't even know. <clears throat> I want to. <laughs> I don't know about no jig moths. No. Is that still um, a racist term, jig? Oh, fuck. To some people, probably. Probably. You know what? Like any, to somebody in Mississippi. Anybody can, <clears throat> anything could be racist to anybody if they want it to be. For fuck's sake. We've got to think of some more ideas. Besides Lux underwear. Oh, we, we, we need to have um, American leather. Cologne. Whole, have a whole list of. Uh, I do, but not on me. It's fucked up. Do you remember any of it? I still remember. Um, there's a few of them. I know. I know. We still have the, the, the oh steak and titties. The American Family Restaurant. <coughs> steak and titties was an idea that uh, Dick Sassy here came up with years ago. Long time ago. And uh, it won't. Turns out, it wouldn't have been as lucrative during the COVID times. We probably would have went out of business. Mm-hmm. You know, because no one wants to be close to COVID titties. No, for some reason. And. Um, but the stakes, That's, see the stakes. I'm thinking that maybe because we're creative people, right? Right. I think if we open our, I think we still could have been successful. I think if you had women that had little like delivered it topless, well, but they had pasties on, and the pasties that were pictures or, of or, steaks or hot ass chicks just wrapped in cellophane, delivering the steaks because they're like, hey, this chick is wrapped. She may be naked, but she's wrapped in cellophane, so she ain't gonna give me COVID. She ain't going to give me COVID. So did you know, too, that you could hire, um, like, someone to clean your house and they'd be naked? Topless? Yeah. That was the thing. It was in Craigslist for a while, too. She's like, I I will come to your house and I will clean your house naked. See, but she's got to be willing to be, afraid. (laughs) Exactly. She's got to be willing to be, to, like, take a joke. No, it was a real thing. What if we hired her? But what if I hired her to clean up? Like my thing is like garage. She well, just didn't know what she was getting into. She's like, what like real fuck? heavy shit. Yeah. yeah. Cause she's used to probably just, you know, like coming to a house, some perv, some perv, just butt ass naked jacking off while she dust, you know, and the house is already clean. Oh yeah. He's but like, if she, ha- she's in for a fucking rude awakening when we put her to work. Oh yeah, for sure. If she thinks that I just want titties, she's got everything coming. Thing is we want the house clean. Her titties are all sweaty by the end of the day. Or I'm not paying. What, what what if she ends up looking like fucking what's his name? <clears throat> Remember that that one skeezy ass wrestler that Jeff let wrestle with us? I forget his name, but he was black. Um and his Kevorkian. Yeah, and his yeah. Disciplinarian. Yeah, the black yeah. Yeah. Black, not Cole Breeze, disciplinarian. Disciplinarian. His fucking wife looked like if Kid Rock had turned to meth for fifty years and had orangutan titties. She could put her titties in a, in a, um, a full Nelson. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, just she, scoop, she, scoop. She, she could practice like with her titties the way soccer players practice, like the thing on their knee. Remember, uh, Tommy Fear. Remember his mom looked like a Sasquatch. Oh, Sam Squatch for sure. Sam Squitch. <laughs> that was her yeah. real name. Fuck yeah. Yeah, her last that, Sam dude. Squitch Fear. <laughs> she was fucking dirty. Remember we played that video. Of her and it and it matched up to the sighting of Sasquatch, Dude, we were, and we played that video for him. We must and he was so it. offended. He was so offended. We were crying and laughter like he can't help <laughs> he it, dude. dude. You go back in time. You know how many fucking views he would have got if we had done that shit live, dude? 
It was the funniest shit. Remember that shit? I was like, oh, what the fuck? Like, I seen her in frame. It was like a sighting. She, and it she was like even, a sighting because this she is. She even looked over at the camera like Sasquatch did. She so, like, I'm going to um, remind this for you guys. So, back in the days, we used to wrestle in the backyard. And what happened was there was this guy named Tommy Fear. And he's never, his mom never came to any of his wrestling matches. Okay. He barely knew his mom. Mom was like a crackhead. He said that to us. Still so is not new. Still somewhere. Probably still is. Yeah. And he had a match, and she came to the match, and and there basically he's about to come out, and she walks right past the frame, but when she walks past, she's basically like, she's got these long fucking arms, and she um, just <clears throat> picture the Sam Squanch the, <coughs> Sam, you remember Sasquatch when the first the most legit one, when when Sasquatch was sighted. That's exactly what this was. I have the video again. I'll play it for you. Yeah, it's fucking. It's the funniest fucking shit ever. But it is a dead ringer. It's the funniest shit ever. If you can let go of being like butthurt over whatever shit because somehow you think that you need to defend defend all black people's honor, if you can get over that, I didn't even say what color he was. No, this is clearly, clearly, this is clearly a Sasquatch. Yeah, I mean, sighting. It is. I'm get. I get the strong feeling when I watch the video. That she was the original one that they had found. Ooh, that gives me chills. And so this is bizarre and unexplained, right? What if she yeah. had shaved her hair and tried to blend in with society? Oh, man. And what if Tommy Fear... Guys. What if we were actually wrestling Sasquatch? <coughs> He's like a half breed. I know it sounds like we're talking shit, but this is... like If, you got, if I played it side by side, you'd be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. You ain't... You are not fucking kidding. This is, it's a possibility. Fucking, it's weird how she even looked like she It was knew, weird. She knew the camera was on her, just like Sasquatch. Remember his stinky feet? Dude, how could I forget? Back in the day. He was the smelliest at Job Corps, right? Dude. He was I, voted most smelliest, they voted. Well, one of my jobs, <coughs> one of my jobs as dorm president there was to go around doing locker checks yeah. on people. And whenever we'd come to the, just his room, not his locker, keep in mind, we could smell his room. So feel sorry really for his roommates. You know, they had to deal with him and his smelly fucking ass. A lot of people did for like over a year. They had to deal with him because he wasn't always a resident. He was non-res for a little bit. And then he eventually moved in. So, I, I mean, long story short, I could smell his fucking feet. From outside the locker. That's disgusting. And then I'm like, all right, fail. Right away. Right away we get when you get to the outside of his room. I was like, fail. The smelliest fuck. To this day, he was the smelly. Like I He I had, still is the smelliest. I had my own brother on a shower contract. Wow. But, but that's because he wasn't showering as many times. <clears throat> it got bad. It gets so bad where everyone complains about you, you have to be on contract. That's I remember when we were about to start uh gang bathers. Yep. That's still and a possibility. He needs a dude. gang bathe. That's still a very strong possibility. That's a strong possibility. He needs a gang bathe. Look, TikTok is getting bigger, right? Yeah. What's going to be bigger than a group of guys jumping out of a van and quickly gang bathing people for like 10, 15 seconds? That's hilarious. It's hilarious. Gang bathers. Yeah. Are we going to hit your brother first? Yeah. Are we going to tell him? Yeah. I'd be feeling like I'm fucking running. I'll tell him that's going to happen, but he ain't going to know when. He could be on his way to fucking so, wherever. Come donut. <clears throat> in the show, he's an intern. He uh, 
said he wanted to be roasted by us uh-uh. for his 40th birthday. He really don't want that. I don't think he really wants it. No. Because, like, yeah. Because we we're brutal. Yeah. You know? But he wants to be included. Hey, if he wants to be brutalized, that's fine. So yeah. I think we should... Uh, Dick Sasser has said, well, who do we need as a production assistant? Do we need come donut or do we need DK? And they're going to do a spicy challenge. I say whoever's not going to do the spicy challenge. Uh-huh. That's it. Production? Yeah. Production. Cameraman won. Because yeah, it says, what are you willing to do to get us ratings? That's my question. Yeah. What are you willing to do? To get us them ratings. I mean, we talked about Ben Wall. In fact, that's something we should touch on again, man. There's more shit right there. Do a part two to that Ben Wall thing. There's still people to this day that comment on our Ben Wall podcast, and they make their own shit up. Like, yeah, dude, I, I don't fucking. Yeah, it's very simple. <clears throat> Kill his family. Hey, there nobody else killed his family. Yeah, you know what I love? Like, if, if something happened to me and you, right, and we died. They'd say whatever about us, and then people would go on their fucking lives. Right. But Benoit killed his family. But still, people, when they do a Benoit thing, this is this is DK included. They first have to tell you, they do a rundown still, like as if we're as if Benoit's about to come out the fucking entrance. Two time, five time, WWE champion, two time WCW, blah, blah, blah. And then at the very end, and he killed his family. Anyways. So it's like that they, they, they don't want to bring up the reason he's very famous now. Uh-huh. Like Benoit didn't become a household name to everyone because he was the best wrestler. He was a good wrestler. He was a great wrestler. But that's not how, what he, he, like he paved his own legacy. His legacy is that he killed his family. He's a piece of shit. He's a fucking piece of shit. So I don't get why people cut that out of his legacy. <clears throat> he's a murdering. That's it. Piece of fucking low life shit. If he did it, and most people agree he did it, then do you think he went to heaven or hell? If there, if there's got to be one, he's probably stuck in purgatory. Uh, he doesn't get one or the other. I think people like that, like purgatory, is reserved for people like that. You get to relive your fucking events until you learn. Do you think? <clears throat> so you think there's purgatory, heaven and hell? I think there's got to be stages. I mean, personally, how many stages? Who knows? Like the Mormons, you think? No, the Mormons no, 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 definitely not. They believe, Mormons think they're different on planets, right? <sighs> theirs, is, theirs is difficult. They, they, they believe there's a planet, Kolob. Kolob? Kolob. So. There's a planet called Kolob? They believe that there is. Man, they're as whack as the fucking. Scientologists and shit. Scientologists. Yeah. When you really get into it, the fucked up thing is that the Mormons have a lot of real history at their fingertips. And they don't include it. And this is why, this is the real reason I left the church. Because if you tie in to how old San Bernardino is, this is what got me down the whole road. And you tie in Big Bear Lake, Little Bear Lake. You tie in all the people who were buried. There's a lot mm-hmm. of things that we can actually go do. Bizarre, bizarre and unexplained. Little Bear Lake, whatever happened to it? Whatever happened to 200 railroad workers that were buried in the mass collapse? No mm-hmm. one ever talked about it. But shit like that you get into, the church was behind it. The Catholics sold the Mormon church, the entire property out here, and they just renamed it. Where's Joseph Smith buried? Joseph Smith should be buried fucking somewhere in um, Utah. No, I don't think he's buried in Utah. He's um, San Bernardino. Mississippi? Not Mississippi. Missouri. <clears throat> I believe he's buried in Missouri. Was he a real person? 
Joseph Smith, yeah. So mm-hmm. was his dad. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if people want to look into Joseph Smith, you got to. Here's my thing: if you believe in anything Joseph Smith did, you can't still believe in the church now, because the church has gone backwards on the teachings of Christ and anything Joseph Smith did. Joseph Smith did all he what he did. He did he claims in the name of Christ. So why is the church nowadays going the opposite? Church and state shouldn't be mixed up. But yet somehow the church, every church, by the way, finds themselves when it's convenient to involve themselves in politics. It's like you guys are getting how many how many planets do the how many planets do the Mormons believe there are? They probably believe they'll probably tell you they believe in infinite because they don't have an answer. No, I mean, like, how do they know in the scriptures? You said one was uh, called what? Kolob. They believe that there is. Where does Kolob take you to? Like, where is that equivalent to? I fucking have no idea. Purgatory or is that like heaven? No, I think that would be the that that would be the place where it's like the celestial kingdom. That would be where if you were the ultimate good, and you tried good, and you knew right from wrong, and you always chose right. Really, but since we're here on Earth, that kind of doesn't mesh with the whole rest of their system. Is that we're humans, and the reason that we have to have faith is because we don't know. Well, if we did know, we wouldn't need faith. We would just say, "Fuck it." There's God. There's Jesus. I'm yeah. choosing their side. Of course, sure. I'm, tru- I'm, I'm choose a side. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you can't go and say that Satan's because e- even in the end of scriptures, they tell you Satan will leave this earth and he will rise up with the rest of the angels. Basically, admitting this is right here in Revelations. Basically, admitting. Satan is only here because he's doing what his father told him to. Satan, even the name Satan gets retranslated in Hebrew, which, you know, Jewish, Yiddish, whatever you guys want to break it down. That translates back into the, uh, the tempter, the seducer. So Satan's job is just to seduce you and bring you. So you're saying over. Satan is like Slugworth. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, That's a very good idea. Yeah, exactly. Like you could say what you want about Satan, but is Satan employed or not? Doesn't right. doesn't Satan <coughs> isn't Satan doing his Satan's job? like, hey, listen, man, take the ten G's. Yeah, like look, you need food. Like look, you, fucking shelter. Exactly. Give me the goddamn candy. And everyone's like, all right, well, Satan's a piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, sure. But it, you know, it's the whole. Um, could could that be behind that meaning? You think that maybe that when they were writing that movie? Oh, for sure. Actually, the book is very dark. Wow. So the whole Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the book itself is fucking cool as fuck. Dark. Right. Movie sucks. Right. But Willy Wonka is closer to the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory itself. Right. They only did that movie just to take a piss on what we knew. Yeah, to hit us with their dad really? dicks, the dad cocks. Hell yeah. I mean, I We like took a, ba- a pretty bad dad cock beating that day. We did. I like the way it looked. I'm not going to lie. I like the way. I like the way it looked, too. But it, looked, it was a shit movie, though. It was. It really was. They really fucked us. Dude, Oompa Loompas. I love the original Oompa Loompas. Dude, nothing like the original movie. That's my favorite movie. Oh, fuck yeah, it was. I used to but there's so much, <clears throat> so much meaning behind these movies we watch. Like that's why I said right. Like Slugwork is is the ultimate. Like he's he's loose. He was like Lucifer. He's like telling you, come this way. Stop being fucking honest. Don't be honest with him. Yeah. He said, fuck him. You know, come yeah. this way. Give me the goddamn candy. Fucking. Cock all, smoker. All of them did. They all sold the fucking. And it was the true intentions. It was the most pure kid there that walked away with everything. Yeah. And then, you know, Grandpa Joe's ass almost cost him the fucking factory. Goddamn alcoholic. He's fucking alcoholic taking fizzy lifting drinks. Always, dude. I would too. I'm not like, I'm talking shit. Would you sneak one? 
I want a snug a gobstopper because uh, just no. Like, would you take? Would you would did like a Papa Joe and uh, sneak a fizzy lifting drink? I probably would have tried. Honestly, I, I say yeah just for comedy, but I probably I would have stuck with the crowd. I would have been on Wonka's ass the whole time. Me too. Because that, that's a crazy motherfucker. <clears throat> no one's ever get to see. And all of a sudden, you guys are going to say, yeah, yeah, realistically, I'm not going to fuck around. I'm not going to sneak fucking unused gum that's going to turn. I don't even know the consequences, but if you told me not to fucking eat it. Exactly. Don't fucking eat it. Yeah, hey, guys, Elon Musk is going to invite you. What? Yeah, you guys got to bring your kids and bring you to the fucking Tesla factory. I did. Like, and I, then we I really, fall back and we start fucking. Like some of these movies that are like, they have meanings to it. Like I was telling you today, like I was telling, um, I was telling my mom, Mama Bucks. I said, hey, listen, that movie, you know, I was trying to teach Brandon to be more tougher. I was telling Dick Sassy here. And I said, listen, when when they went back in time, okay, and and Marty's dad got punked, Biff was the president, and mm-hmm. Biff was running shit. And, and basically, he was forever his bitch. But when he stood up for himself, he had a good job, and Biff was cleaning his shit. Yeah, I said that's you know so much so much is like meaning. It's this meaning behind these movies. It's like stand up for yourself because it's gonna in the long run you're gonna have that confidence. And if you're always getting bullied, you little busy bitch, you're not gonna have no confidence. You're not gonna make any money. You're not gonna have the girl. You look like yep. shit. Yep. It's just like they said. That's the meaning of the movies we watch. Is these fucking hidden meetings. Dude, I I call it soft disclosure, but um, it is what it is. You've either experienced things in life or you haven't. Right. I mean, look, I I hear a lot of complaints from young men nowadays. Like, oh, women are shit. Women are this. Women are that. Then I'm like, how many women have you been with? None. So a lot of people nowadays, I mean, a lot of people are out there. They're making opinions and, you know, it's like they're formulating facts Based on their own opinion, which doesn't make sense as it is, but it's their own opinion. So that already tells you they've already started believing what they think. They don't go to anybody else. They don't go to other friends. They don't consult people and say, hey, man, here's my idea. Do you think I'm crazy or fucking what's going on? They just go, hey, man. And they, they run with it. They'll tell you an idea. They're like, huh? Right? And you were like, yeah, sure, oh, man. Fucking, you're fucking crazy. No, man. You're a fucking idiot. You should have talked to me first. You're a fucking lunatic. Yeah. That's true. Imagine if Benoit had ran his idea by Chavo or Eddie or anybody. He's like, hey, man, look, I think about killing my family. Yeah. I was going to choke him. I was going to crossface my wife. No, he probably was like, everybody? (laughs) (laughs) He checks everybody. No, Chavo was like, you mean like everybody or like (laughs) just your wife? That bitch. Because she she has a crossface coming. She has a grass face coming, Holmes. I would say let, when she taps Eddie out. Eddie Guerrero said this to him. Oh, yeah. That way, this is how the conversation went. You be, I'll be Eddie. Okay. No, I'll be Chris Moore. You All be right. Eddie. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Hey. Hey, uh, what's going on, Eddie? Um, hey, can I talk to you? Oh, sh- sh- sure, man. I was doing some push-ups, but. Yeah, I know, bro. I, uh, I'm on my 5,000 squat, but uh, this is important. Shoot, man. So you know, you know my wife, Nancy, right? Oh, the bitch. <clears throat> exactly. So I was thinking, you know, I'm home, you know, right before uh, I had to defend the bell on TV. Oh, shit. And uh, 
thinking about uh, killing her and my family, whole family, and little bit, little Benoit. Hey, Holmes, look, if you're gonna kill your family, yeah, you gotta, you gotta step back, yeah. and you gotta say, is it worth everything, or just does Nancy deserve it? Because Nancy's a bitch, man. Yeah, if you're gonna uh, crossface her to death. But you let the little Benoit go. All right. Yeah. 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 Hey, Holmes. Listen, Holmes. Yeah. I'll help you get rid of the body. You will? For sure. I say, I'll call up Edge right now and and travel. Wait. We'll help you get rid of the body. Wait a minute, Eddie. Hey. How are you talking to me? Hey, listen. Listen. You're dead. Listen. Wait. The timeline doesn't make any sense. You're in my dream, right? Nah, Holmes. (coughs) How'd you? How are you alive? You're hallucinating. <coughs> oh, it's a slicker. Yeah, man. It's, it's all those steroids that yeah. they said that your your wife tested positive for, but you didn't. God damn it. Fucking Nancy, man. I'm telling you, listen. She's taking a bunch of steroids, Holmes, and she's going to test positive for him. Fuck. You're not. You're going to kill that bitch before she gives any to your son. <laughs> all right. Yeah, do man, it. you fucking kill her, huh? I'm going to do it tonight, Holmes. Good, Holmes. Hey, watch the dogs. Hell yeah, I'll do it. Fucking, I'll make sure they don't get out. I'm going to text Chavo right now. You text Chavo. The dogs are inside. <laughs> yeah, for some fucking reason. Hey, hey, Chavo. Yeah, Holmes? I love you. What the fuck? That right, I would have called the cops oh, right there. Oh, fuck. If anyone of you guys calls me and tells me that. He First, called him and said, I love you. Oh, he told Travo. He, he, I, I guess Travo was one of the last people I think he called. He, but he already killed his family at this point. I think, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, the time frame. Yeah, the time, yeah, he did kill him. Chavo. <laughs> he answered the phone. Hello? Chavo? Yeah? Thank you, Chavo. Thank you so much for everything. <laughs> what are you talking about? What's up, Chris? Thank you so much for everything. I love you. It's fucking dark. The darkest phone call ever. And Chavo still wrestles, bro. This is the darkest shit ever, dude. Chavo was always like... Hey, but you ever wonder if Chavo, because he's he's experienced, you know, close to home, pretty close to his own camp, you know, to death. These are people he trained with, wrestled with, joked with, traveled with, ate with. It's true, huh? It's like one of us. Yeah. You got to think these that's are... Like, that's like um, DK killing his family. It is. And then later on, you know, fucking like Jesse dying of a heart attack because too many push-ups. Oh, and sure. We're, and we're like, oh, fuck. What the fuck? Push-ups? Mm-hmm. And they go, well, well there's some drugs. But, well, push-ups killed them. But, <laughs> you know, that's But the it. push-ups definitely <laughs> killed them. That's, that's what did it. So, I mean, they did say it was physical, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. But come on. He's a big motherfucker and he's pretty fit. So to say that a fucking push-ups, nah, it's because his heart was straining, dude. Mm. But... You know, I'm an idiot. What do I know? I'm not a doctor. So I'm going to listen to the doctors on this one and say that they're probably right. Eddie Guerrero looked like a big fucking chud of shit. Didn't look like he took care of himself at all. So I'm going to say that it wasn't the alcohol or heavy amounts of drugs. It was probably the push-ups that killed Eddie. And he should have been looking out on the push-ups. He should have stopped. It was the push-ups the whole time. And not like push-ups. Like you Did they really say it was push-ups? Something they, they said it was strenuous shit, but I remember, I do remember oh, the day he shit. died. It wasn't, you know... If they would have been better off if they said Flintstones push-ups killed them. I asked DK this, Mur- um, DK this Murphy. <laughs> I asked DK this question. You ever watch like a wrestling match or a, like a 
WWE documentary and like get emotional, almost cry. Mm-hmm. Me too, man. Of course, yeah. Well, what's what's memory comes to mind when you teared up? The first one, mm-hmm. probably got to be Owen Hart's. Yeah, me too. For me, it was Owen because, and it was when uh, Double J Jeff Jarrett was talking for him, or I guess when they asked him on that. But and Jeff Jarrett says this for a lot of wrestlers because a lot of people, a lot of people are always fucking with different wrestlers and saying, "Oh, it's fake." Blah blah. That's that's the thing you hear a lot when you're a wrestler. Yeah. Nowadays, you don't hear it so much because everyone gets what entertainment is. Right. Entertainment's pretty popular now. Back in the day, you'd have people just to shit on you. Isn't that fake? You don't hear it now. But back in the day, Jeff Jarrett would always say, you know, he had that whatever that saying. If, if you, if you, ain't not great. No, it was like if if slap nuts. If you know, if you if you're a wrestler, then there's then I don't there's no words I could tell you know. Then then you already know what I'm talking about. But if you don't wrestle, there there's no words that will suffice. You know well, what do you say? But um, Jeff Jarrett. Uh, Owen Hart. Owen Hart. <laughs> he gives you Bret Hart. Dude, Bret out-survived everybody. He survived everybody. Barely. Barely, dude. That fucking Goldberg kicked at the head? God. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. In this business, uh, I guess you got a lot of acquaintances but very few friends. <laughs> yeah, damn. Fuck. Shifter is a good dude, too. And Owen, he was one of those friends. And, and there's a lot of funny stories. His personality, the things he used to do. And I've told my wife a bunch of times over the last couple of months that I've been with Owen on the road. I see Owen more than I see her, my little girl. And he said the same thing. And now that he's not here, it's, it's, you look at it almost selfishly that I don't have my buddy and my friend with me anymore. I don't know Owen's in a better place, laughing and cutting up. But when you really think about Owen's life, I think about integrity. Because in this business, it's cold, it's callous, it's selfish, it's self-serving, it's unrealistic, it's a fantasy world. But Owen was real. He was a man's man. His wife and kids. <laughs> Three of the luckiest people in the world. Because he loved them more than anything in the world. And that's why he did what he did to provide for them. And he did it with integrity. Yeah, well, that, that goes on like that. Oh, shit. That's what I mean. Like, that, like shit like that. That sticks that's with harsh. you. You know? That, th- those are the wrestlers who stick with you. <clears throat> Thing is, it's like 
WWE, what's going to backfire in WWE? There's no work-life balance. All these people are having babies, like Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. You mean to tell me that they're going to be on the road both together at every house show, all that shit? He's going to get injured. It's not going to fucking work. That baby's never going to see any of his parents. No, it ain't. So it's not going to work out. Like, you need a work-life balance. If you're not, if you, if you're on the road 20, you know, three, six, it's 365 days in a year. You're on the road for 300 of those days or something like that. Something ridiculous. Cena called it. He said at the minimum, I was on the road 303 days. He fucking nailed exactly how many days. And that was the minimum. So that leaves him a little over a month to be home. Yeah. That's crazy. That's fucking nuts. And you make it, you're making good money and that's what you do for a living, but there's no work-life balance. Like AEW. I think a lot of people, why, why top talent like Daniel Bryan, CM Punk are all in AEW going headed headed to AEW. It's because they're offering a work life balance. You're not going to be on the road this time. That basically give you house shows until it does get bigger, and I think they're gonna they're gonna force him in, not necessarily force him, but pity them into. Oh, you're gonna have the to. road, you're and you're gonna have to. The, the, the thing is, the show must go on, right? And you know, Vince has been right. quoted saying that a lot of times. Yeah, I'm you, not. Know, you know, Stone Cold knew it when he th- when he thought his neck was broken. In mm. the back of his mind, he kept playing. The show's gonna go on. They're gonna replace oh. me. They're gonna replace me. I gotta heal. I gotta heal. Because if I don't, I'm just a cog in the machine. The next, the next, he's gonna replace. I'm a gear. They <laughs> will replace me. Yep. Someone else will be that gear in the machine. It's you, true. So these wrestlers think like that all the time. I'm injured, but how do I get better? How do I get better? How do I come back? I don't. Know if I'm, I need to come back because time's gonna move on without exactly. me. I mean, it's fucked up to say. It's fucked up. But that is. The but truth. that's what that's what's going on right now. It's always been going on. Yeah. It has. So these guys don't have work life balances. But yeah, you're right. They're barely home. And the crazy part is, like, you're never home. Well, I, wrestling is definitely not a family. That's why Rick, game. like Rick Flair, like said, man, like he was never. He went through so many divorces. His kids probably hate him, barely to start liking him. But he was never there. Ask Charlotte Flair. Well, yeah, but at the same time, I mean, what kind of person are you to get involved? You know, it's like getting involved with a firefighter or a cop, and you say, "I never knew they were going to die in a house fire. I had no idea he would get shot." Right. Look, you kind of know what you're getting into. When you're marrying, you should be signing now, up for it. Yeah. By now, you should know. Maybe this isn't the 80s and 90s early shit, but by now, if you're with a wrestler, come on, fucking yeah. get with the program. You're you're with someone. That's your job. Yeah. Yeah. Their job is to be on the go and on, and always making the show happen. That's true. So I mean, we can't. They can't play like that. So, good example of that too is is Labor Day coming up. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. But the thing is, like, I always knew Labor Day because as a, as a growing, you know, in, in my job was mostly the car business. And Labor Day was a big sales event. So I would always work on Labor Day. So, you know, service would be closed. But I never knew Labor Day as actual Labor Day where, like, you're a laborer and you need to take the goddamn day off. It was always known as a sale. And you got to think of the workers like that. Like, there's people that sell cars. There's fucking people that work at the grocery stores always open. You know, like, poor, um, you know, there's people out there that 
work these countless hours for these jobs and there's no such thing as holidays that we take it granted for. Absolutely. There's, there's days off, but there's no such thing as holidays. And they get paid a little bit more, but what's the price that you can't be around your family and enjoy a nice fucking Labor Day or enjoy a nice Thanksgiving or a nice Christmas? Well, if, you're, if you have a family, what the fuck is the point of everything you're doing? Right. If you're not going to enjoy the company of your family, your friends, if, you know what I mean? If all you're going to do is that, then fucking Because they've done Monday Night Rawls that are like Christmas-wise, and it's like, man, you son of a bitch, Scrooge. Yeah. Send some fucking reruns. Send some highlights. Have a, color, a clip, everyone, pre, a pre-existing clip, wishing everybody a happy fucking birthday. Or fucking like, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> Merry Christmas, uh, Merry Christmas, dude. Like they, they can Vince can easily his crew can go to every wrestler's house and do like a cribs thing, yeah, and do Christmas where there's something. There's a network. It's a network, bro. They they can you can still get you can nice. still provide a show. Just do some you know highlights. Yeah, exactly. Do Dumb the fucking fuck. Dress a fucking wrestler like Grinch. Have him going from house to house. Vince is a cuck. Shit. Yeah, he is. Because it's all about the fucking ultimate buck in the end. It's, it's really he would sell out his wife for fucking money. Probably did. He did actually, and uh, a couple of the, the black wrestlers, um, Mark Henry being one of them, oh, fucked his go. wife in front of him. There you go. That's how I know he's a cuck. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, she likes that big black dick. She's just getting fucking pounded. She looks like a dog. Yeah. You know for sure Vince fucked those divas, dog. Oh, dude. Trish Stratus, for it's, sure. It's not like they had an application. Terry Wilson. Yeah, it's not like there was an application where he was like, uh-huh. And what else? He damn near fucked out? him on camera. Yeah, it's true. What do you think happened behind the scenes when the, the office door shut? Exactly. He whipped that fucking old dick out. Big old dick. And he said, listen here. You want to be better? You want to make money? Do you want to be Tori Wilson? You want to be Tori Wilson? Or do you want to be Tori Wilson? <laughs> yeah. Huh? You want to be Trish Stratus? <laughs> yeah. You want to be Trish Stratus? <laughs> and they always the, chose the more aggressive one. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. Every course, single of time. Of course they did. He always did. He probably fucking ran that storyline. He probably did that same shit to Shane. He probably did that to everybody. Everybody, dude. I even think he probably fucked dudes, too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because Pat Patterson loved dudes. Oh, Pat Patterson. Pat Pat, Patterson's a fucking pervert. Pat Patterson, dude. Like, he's a piece of shit. I don't care what anybody else Big time piece of shit. That's why when he died, I was like, well. I I was happy, dude. I was fucking... Like, when he died and someone posted, I posted that little Miyagi thing. A Miyagi looking over happy. Like, yeah, Daniel Sam. I'm like, good, fuck him, dude. Um, yeah, I did too. Piper, Roddy Piper went down saying that, you know, Piper wasn't big. You know, look it up, by the way. Piper doesn't really run shoots on people and talk shit about people. But Piper did talk about Pat Patterson being a molester. And when he was only 20 years old, basically being molested by Pat Patterson. Fuck. And was basically raped. And, you know, he didn't want to do any of that, but was told, hey, if you want to make it in this business... You got to go through me because I'm fucking all the friends. I got connections and Pat Patterson did it to many men, many. And you can see how they went from being men that they were like getting men in there to more like boy toy looking guys. Yeah. Shawn Michaels type guys because of people like Pat Patterson. Would you, I mean, would you let 
Pat Patterson just jack off in front of you for no, like a, a title no. shot? I I get I, I would get physical. I would get violent on that dude. Well, what if he said, "Hey, oh, listen here, Richard. I I really want to get you this contract, and it's a badass contract." You know, I probably I play play. I would probably play it cool with him. Yeah, but, yeah. And then attack him out and back after I got my contract. Oh yeah. And he'd be like, "Oh, dude, you guys hear Pat Patterson died?" And then I'd be like, "Tell what? anybody, my like, No, he found, he was found with his dick in his hand, and a picture of a young boy. Oh, everyone right away be like, oh, shit, that is Pat. That is Pat. That is Pat. That's totally him. So if he so you would at first let him juggle his nuts in front of you. No, no, no. I, I would pretend like it's OK that he talks sweet nothings to me. Oh, you would let him talk sexy time to you, but you wouldn't let him do anything. Fuck no. I would get physical right there. Dude. He wouldn't. He wouldn't get all fucking. No, fuck. No. He said, hey, listen, here. Listen, here. No. Gonna jiggle my nuts in front of you? No, and I mean it depends. Said, no, thank you, sir. It also depends on how young he is. Yeah. Because what if he's like strong and big? Oh, Pat shit. Patterson. And I'm like weak little kid me. That's exactly that's what I was talking I'm about. Like, You're 18. Yeah. You know. You're 17. And then he's like, he jiggled his nuts in front. He's like, of hey, I'm Pat Patterson. You want a shot? He had a New York accent. Oh, see. Yeah. So how would it go? So then I'm like, uh, yeah, of course I want a shot. And he's like. You want a shot at these nuts? Yeah. I'm like, no, please, like, get those away from me. Yeah. I'm like, nah, you're going to get these nuts in your mouth. That sounds like Pat Patterson, like, dude. Oh, man, I guess I'm going to get these nuts in my mouth. I'm going to murder you. After. He's like, hey, as long as you get these nuts in your mouth, fucking we're good. We are fucking good. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, I'm getting nuts in my mouth. Pat P- fucking Patterson. I mean, but he was rapey. A lot of a lot of different wrestlers attest to it, but since he served so fucking long in WWE, no one's gonna. All right, let's, say let's it. Uh, with this looking at him. Let's give her our best impression. We'll see who's closest. Go. Hey guys, this is me, Pat Patterson. Fucking listen, you're gonna let me jiggle my nuts in your mouth, yeah. and then you're gonna let me rub my little old dinghy around your butthole. Okay. Hey, uh, <laughs> is that like Rocky? <laughs> also New hey. York. Also, New Yorker. Oh, he's Philly. Well, I, uh, I told him that, uh, you know, sometimes uh, my, my, my nuts and, the, you know, the young, and then they got, they got soft hands, and, uh, and then they just spread my butt cheeks and the, let the tongue run, run in my, my asshole. Shit, that does sound like him. All right, here we go. This is the real voice. At age 16, Pat's dream of a pro wrestling career was well known to his family. Sixteen years old, and he told me, "Don't come and knock on the door." I didn't. I found a big suitcase in the garbage, tied it up with a rope, and I took a Greyhound bus. My sister gave me Greyhound bus. Oh uh, damn! So I don't know, man. I don't know. He sounds pretty retarded, man. I think we both nailed it. Yeah, you put ours together, it equals this fucking idiot. He equals this fucking idiot. Yeah, fuck that guy. But um, yeah. Well, I know it's all bullshit, but yeah. like I said, who knows? It's hard to find. We weren't that. there, you know exactly. So you know, whatever is a piece of shit. Yeah. Final ruling, fuck him. For sure. Um, got anything else, man? You want to talk about? Ah, fuck. I mean, there's a lot, but you know, it's all bullshit. You know what I mean? It's all bullshit. Anything, anybody listening, listen. I'll tell you right now. I think politics is bullshit. That's why I don't bring up a lot of things anymore. Because I'm like, 
the more people dig into politics, the more I laugh. I'm like, look, guys, I've been down that road. Stop while you're ahead. And no one listens. That's why politics continues to be a thing. Because nobody fucking listens to the guy behind them who says, listen, mm. I've fallen off that cliff. I'm telling you. I'm going to put up a sign right here that says, danger, you will fall off a cliff. And people are like, listen, I can walk off that cliff. You're the idiot. I'm like, you're going to fucking fall and die. No one listens. They all do. It's all ignorance. So, I mean, I got nothing else. Unbelievable. You know I mean? People got to learn. That's the way it is. People got to learn. And you got to listen that, you know, politics is going to get you nowhere except for a bunch of disagreements. Because let's face it, you're not getting paid. You're, not. you're a politician. No. You're not a politician. You're just bitching. And it's going to raise your blood pressure. Yep. yep. Just stress your life out. And there's nothing you can do about it. And do you get to ever go to the politician and tell them your problems? Or do you just find that you disagree with your friends and family? And those are the people you take your anger out on. Because it seems like that's what they do. They exactly divide people. They divide us. Because they ain't dividing themselves. At the end of the day, they're going to go home and have burgers with each other. Yeah. And have fucking jack-off parties. Yeah. Wearing antlers and shit and spilling blood. Ooh. You know, that's what they'll do. Bilderberg fucking groups. That's Jesus what they'll do. Christ. Us, we'll have Memorial Day fucking barbecues. That's right. Labor Day. Labor Day. Labor Day. Yes. Thanks for the chimichangas and. Yeah, fuck yeah. Thanks, Thanks for the party, and, man. Uh, fucking chips and everything you brought. and uh, I almost uh, didn't have to cook. Almost. You know, there's a lot of food here. Smorgasbord of food. Yeah. And, uh, guys, we're, we're also might, poss- might possibly uh, rent out a, a theater in October to watch Jackass 4. And we're going to invite any local listeners. So if you're a local listener, hit us up. Say you're local. And maybe we'll invite you. Yeah, hang out with us. Hang out with us. And we'll um, all bullshit on and. Movie Jackass. Big old circle jerk. And this is one of the look theaters, so this is a really nice theater. They got really nice leather seats, and they got bar. They got a bar, and they hey, got no, food. No no Bam Margera, right? No. <laughs> no, that guy's a sack of shit. That's the result of what you get when you do whatever the fuck you want. Remember I told you that a yep, long time ago? He's dude. like, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. He was a piece of shit. I'm like, that guy's a piece of shit, and that guy's going nowhere. Yep. What happened? Dude, He's a, a drug addict. Bag. Because his friend was driving reckless and he killed himself like an idiot. Yeah. What was his name? Ryan Dunn. Ryan Dunn killed himself. Ryan Dunn's himself in. Just like, you know, <laughs> all the other fucking people who think they're fast and furious. Yep. So, uh, you know, uh, I hope you guys do some. Uh, I think actually you guys should definitely do another Beer and Bad Movies episode here. And uh, we'll put it on the network. Yeah, well, we have hard beeps coming up. There is a, what, what's that? Uh, the next one we're going to record is Heartbeeps. Nice. And uh, there's the Mac and Me episode with uh, Vinny. Vinny. He's actually an actor in that movie. Vinny. And um, guys, got some good shit lined up. Yeah. If you don't follow our shit, if you don't own a Lux day, unfriend yourself right now from my friends list. Don't even. Just stop listening to us, too. Stop what you're doing. I don't want to hear dirty. Don't. Fucking listen to this. If you have a dirty butt, you shouldn't be listening to this. If you got a dirty asshole, you don't use a bidet. Stinky ass. I forgot the second one. Um, Lux underwear. Lux underwear. That's going to be a big thing. That's going to be a big thing. And, uh, you know, we hope everyone has a good, safe uh, Labor Day. And uh, anything else you want to plug? You know, I'm... 
I don't want everyone to have a good Labor Day. Not everybody. Just most people. You're a good if person. You, if you're a piece of shit and you're out there just riding people's asses and you're doing 100, I hope you wrap yourself around a pole and hurt no one else. Yeah, fuck you know, those people. Road rage. D- DUI type motherfuckers who go around just trying to punk people. Pieces of shit. I, I can't say I wish them a good Labor Day, but yeah. You're right for the most part. Well, there won't. Uh, the, the, we'll release this episode. Um, we'll release this episode next week. With the won't be no booze and dudes, but we'll release an episode. But uh, the week after that, we do have uh, a guest that's from the CSI, and then she's also in uh, Always Sunny, and uh, she'll be on the show. It's gonna be great. We're gonna have some more guests. You guys will love it. You're gonna like it a lot. All right, that's it. Thanks, ladies and gentlemen. See you later.